This is Paranormal Things. We're bringing to you Destination Truth, Episode 3, um, Season 3, King Touched Cursed, Cursed uh, Tombs. They're going to investigate the tombs, Josh Gates and Jayo and the rest of the team. Here we go, without further ado. Journey's home for their maiden investigation on U.S. Investigation soil. Maiden investigation on U.S. Deep soil, Florida wow. Local hunters and Seminole Indians say an eight-foot ape-like creature is terrorizing the swamp. Yes, they're terrorizing the swamp. There's something moving around the water down here. After a close encounter in the marshland, can Josh ID... That's, that's second story. That'll be part two oh. on another day. I'm Josh Gates. In my travels, I've seen some unexplainable things, and I've done some things I can't quite explain. Okay, don't fall! Well, they're going, definitely going to Egypt here. In the search for answers yeah. to the world's the number one story. I'm not sure what's out there waiting for me, but I know oh, what I'm no, looking for. that's what he's looking for. Truth. Destination Truth. Josh Gates. Growing up as a Boston baseball fan, I know a thing or two about curses. For thousands the curse of, of the Boston Red Sox 89 years before they won. Until my predecessors cracked open their tombs, where curses written on the walls threatened anyone who disturbed the Pharaoh's right to rest in peace. Howard Carter, Howard Carter, he got he got sick and died later on. Several members of his team died by year's end. The first victims of the Pharaoh's curse. Since then, those who have gotten too curious tomb about Tut's tomb with have the uh, coffin made of gold. And one team was even blamed for a sarcophagus made of gold. The mummy has seldom been disturbed since, except recently, when a team attempting a He was young as, as far as I know. He was 19 years old when he died. Meltdown of their equipment. Since then, I can remember have been seeing strange lights, apparitions, and hearing ghostly voices in the Valley of the Kings. All this activity has locals pointing to a powerful reemergence of the age-old Pharaoh's curse. I've seen enough mummy movies to know that an American adventurer shouldn't expect any <laughs> mummy breaks in the Egyptian the mummy desert. Mummy. So I was astonished when the Egyptian government granted my petition for my team to spend a night investigating King Tut's tomb alone, One night. a worldwide first. This amazing opportunity would allow my team to respectfully observe Tut's tomb and remains up close in person. So Tut, King Tut's tomb is... Miles from Los Angeles, I thought he'd be preserved. To stop first in Cairo, Egypt. As soon as we touched down, I headed straight to the Egyptian Museum, a treasure trove this of priceless sinks. relics. There's so much stuff in this museum that's my fault. Here is a case of gods. Oh my god, hundreds and hundreds of them. Hundreds of statues, all the stuff. Over 4,000 of Tut's personal items had been excavated from his tomb and brought here for display. No wonder there's and a curse. While I try to avoid prying through anyone's nightstand. Still no stuff. The vast scope of the king's items. I'm sure it's been back the in the day. burial mask removed from Tut's dead face would allow me to look in the eyes of Egypt's most feared dead pharaoh. Young, very young. They're, they're saying 19. I don't know if that's true or false. Acropolis outside the city of Luxor. But it's the first ever paranormal investigation inside King Tut's tomb. I was required to meet the director of Egyptian antiquities in the deserts of Cairo and get the key to the tomb from him personally. Now this is what it's, I it's call It's locked up and guarded 24 hours a day. I think there's any truth to the curse. This is something I cannot deny. And nobody can. Mustafa Fezai. In the time it was like threatening message from the king who's gonna enter to my tomb. He will get my curse. But it was mentioned that the first day of discovering the tomb of the king... Josh Gates is interviewing the director of... Valley of the Kings. The king and the life after death. You will feel a power, yes, 
For my trip back to town, he generously offered me the express ride. It was Horsey, horseback. I don't know what's better. What's a horse? A horse and camel in the desert? South from Cairo to the city of Luxor. Once known as Thebes, this ancient capital of Egypt sits across the banks of the Nile from the Valley of the Kings, where Egypt's pharaohs were interred and where locals claim they still haunt the shifting sands. Despite her career as a journalist, my new Colombian researcher, Jael, thought she recognized this man from the cover of Egyptian romance novels. In reality, my friend Rami Ramani is actually a well-connected <laughs> Egyptologist whose family's relationship with antiquity spans a century. Most of the Egyptians do believe in the pharaoh's curse. The Valley of the Kings is essentially a graveyard, after all. There are bad kings down there. He so looks very, Egyptian, very but he sounds place. So British. British. Before? They did not film there at night before. Never been done before. Never been the done before. disturbing the tomb and the mummy at night is quite scary because you're provoking the curse. With nightfall in Luxor, we passed through the local bazaar on the way to dinner. All, all the, everything has to do with King Tut. Tech specialist Shara did their best to blend in with the locals. That's not something you ever need to see. Understanding of history. I know they didn't have bikes back. I know, I'm just kidding. But it's just, I'm just saying, it looks very antique. All right, see you later. Having shopped till we dropped, we met Rami for dinner at a local restaurant. Little did I know we'd be facing our first Egyptian mystery here, identifying eyes. One, two, three. How are the <laughs> goat, te goat testicles? They ate them. Ugh. That is the good thing about brains. <laughs> the brains are so nice delicious. and creamy. It's a bull penis. Oh my god. They're, oh, they're eating this stuff. The entertainment. Belly dancers. Till dawn, we got down to business in the morning. They have fun when they go overseas, that's for sure. From the Valley of the Kings. They do travel. He's seen every country in the world. And strange lights and the North Pole and South Pole, both. I think he had children. That's the reason why his wife wanted to stay. Him to stay in the area of home. In the Valley of the Kings, do you think there's a chance that I could see a ghost? The most recent series he has, he's out of New York, so that's probably where he lives now. Since the Valley of the Kings is strictly closed at sundown, we need to be self-sufficient from here on out. Expedition Truth, Destination Truth, Expedition Unknown, should I say. First, we commandeered a traditional Beluga boat, assuming also one deluxe, of us were to Sell, don't selling across the waters. we had to move our nearly 300 pounds of gear across the boiling sand with a little help from my least favorite animal, Bisha. Yeah, I said no camels. You gotta ride the camels, buddy. They're really cute, actually. <laughs> They're not cute. They bite and they spit. They bite? They have a bad attitude. They're just like you, Jayo. <laughs> <laughs> They're camelling up, and their camels camels are stubborn. And like he says, they spit and got attitudes. And My camel just stalled. 
ridiculous. Okay, we're ready. Down he goes okay. on her knees again. That's how. You. You. Screw you. He's saying, screw you. Yeah. Finally, in control of my ride, we fought the heat and the four-legged beasts of the Middle East for two hours to the foothills of the Valley of the Four-legged beasts from the we Middle East. We foot through the mountain pass towards the tomb. With the light failing, we would soon be alone in this ancient graveyard, isolated by miles and millennia. Under cover of darkness, we set up our base camp directly I'm your host, Keith Firstborn, and we're coming to you from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Our own paranormal things. And I set out on a preliminary sweep Someday in our future, we're going to have a uh, Halloween-type uh, investigation as it happens. We would sweep the area with the thermal imager. It's crazy, there's so many dead bodies under us right now. This is Jayu and Josh Gates in the Valley of the Tombs at night. There's almost 70 different tombs here in this part of the Valley of the Kings. Valley of the, they were all pharaohs. All the pharaohs were interred in the same area of Egypt. Pretty unbelievable like to be in the Valley of the Kings alone at night. 50 miles oh, south of uh, the Cairo, the capital. Whew. Full moon tonight's cast a lot of light over the valley, which is good. Something to work with, we can at least see what we're going here. I'm telling you, I keep hearing stuff down here. In that tomb right there? I don't know, it's just coming from this area. Well, let's head down towards the tomb, check it out. Tomb of a crown prince. One of the commanders of the uh, Egyptian army. I just saw something move in the thermal. That was crazy. Hello? Is there anybody in there? A syllable. Okay, Destiny's Truth. They're back again already from the commercial. Okay. This was a this was a TV oh, show. What? I just saw something move in the thermal. And when when you I describe it to you, it looks like somebody walking across from going back of this tomb. Just what he's telling you. He uses thermal in, in, imager to have something walked across the screen in his flare. Flare is a camera that detects heat and uh, cold. We just are continuing our sweep, passing by a lot of tombs, and we thought we saw a silhouette of a figure inside the tomb on the thermal imager. Trap cameras are up and running, yeah. Yeah, trap cameras are up. I try to set up as many cameras uh, around here to, you know, get eyes everywhere, basically. Having explored the tomb's perimeter, it was time to get to the main event. So we'll go in, see the mummy in the antechamber. The uh, main event is looking, looking at uh, King Tut's we'll tomb. And King Tut's we'll back in his tomb. Not, he's not traveling um, all over the world. I guess he came to Pittsburgh we'll at one time or another. Sessions, but most importantly, we're going to put people alone in this the is, chamber with the mummy. If you're the any, any kind of Egyptologist or interested in Egyptology, this is for you. Especially investigating to see if he's alive after death. In the dark and spent time with his mummy. Well, the wind has already picked up, and I've already gotten some sort of curse in my stomach. So yeah, you don't feel well either, right? Not at all, man. They're going right. to hit a, a sandstorm. Right you watch. Off. I don't know what it is. It just it just happened. Ready to go into King Tut's tomb? Ready to go? Yeah. Here we go. And as if on cue, just as we were preparing to enter the tomb, all hell broke loose. They got to cover all their cameras, all their equipment. Before they get severely ruined, it's like sandblasting against your skin. 
sandstorm coming. Oh my god. They probably never saw one unless they live in the deserts deserts of uh, southwest uh, United States. The team of King Tutankhamen. Chamber there, um, okay. Around, he's very, he's always a big, tall boy. King Tutop Common in his natural state. All these paintings, and they on Earth in 1923. Still prevalent today in 2019. Well, in their case, maybe 2013 or something. Destiny's Truth was it, his first um, TV series. Watch your step. They have electricity. Wow, measurements. He's, King Tide is in, in his right original tomb. How they're preserving him, I don't know. They took him completely out of his um, tomb, completely out of all his uh, garb, all his... They have an EMF spike. There's, there's right over the sarcophagus, right where he was found. Electricity more than any other place on, on in the in the, in the tomb is going uh, off. The EMF uh, reader. Everything else in here is wood, and this is quartzite and glass. It shouldn't be setting off the EMF detector. That's unbelievable. It could be King Tun King Tun himself. And we just got a huge spike that's like thirty times the baseline reading, and then it just vanished. What I'm concerned about now, other than this crazy reading, which I'm just going to keep this thing on and see if anything goes above the baseline again, right. is where that noise came from. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. I'm Keith. Sure, Keith Fishcorn, your host. Listen, listen. It sounds like a person. There, right. Go, 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 go. I'm commentator. We heard a noise, and they're actually running after to see, you know, if it, what is it? Actually, what is what is it they they found or what is it they heard? Are they expecting to find a ghost? Oh, it was. What happened? Have you guys left? Take her out of there. You're good. You're good. Take him out of there. Should I say? What happened to you, dude? There's a just a sharpest pain I've ever had in my life. I know it was like it was almost like. I feel like somebody punched him in the stomach. Let's get Bisha outside, get him seated, make sure he's safe. I couldn't tell if Bisha had fallen victim to the pharaoh or just his dinner. He was safe, but down for the count, and we began our isolation sessions inside the tomb. Joshua Base Camp, come in. He ended up doing isolated EVP. Uh, you see me up there? They lock him in a single room next to 
King Tut's tomb and they travel to see if King Tut's tomb is going to talk. King Tut's going to talk. Lock it up. He, he feels a heavy sigh. Josh Gates, he's in, in a room by himself. He's hearing something from the burial chamber. That's what he was saying over the radio. He says, I just heard something else. Oh my god, what is that? He thinks he's here he thinks he hears talking. And the tomb the tomb of the Tutan is right there. It's oh it's open without a mask on. Hello? Who is it? Hello? Talk again. Can't can can't pick it up on his camera. corroborate my experiences and make sure I wasn't going stir-crazy in this claustrophobic space. Mike, get in here. You're Doesn't look claustrophobic. This is about as big as my living room here. And it's about 12 by 14. I think he has an anxiety attack and he's mistaken it for some kind of paranormal thing. That's what I think, you know. I try not to shove this stuff down people's throat. You believe what you want to believe. You decide, as Nuke would say. Nebulizer too. I still think it's an anxiety attack. Yeah, but what would cause the anxiety attack? King Tut, or just the idea of being alone in a claustrophobic type uh, atmosphere? Suffering from an asthma attack and Bisha battling, my team members were dropping like flies. Were the noises we heard merely something natural? Hello? And were our experiences colored by the power of suggestion in this famous place? Or was it something paranormal? That's what they're trying to discover. What is paranormal? That's money. Paranormal things. They're trying to bring you all the check these audio recorders. In the child, the strange, unusual. Seen things pulled 
outside here in the valley and in the tomb. This has been an amazing, unique opportunity for us to come in here and uh, also kind of a rattling experience. And time for us to pack it up and head over the hills and meet the camels and get out of here. We navigated our way out of the Valley of the Kings and flew back to Los Angeles to try to make sense of our wild night in the desert. What's going on? First, our audio specialist digitized and analyzed all of our recordings to search for anything our ears may have missed in the field. This is from your EVP session in the tomb. Okay. Towards the end of the clip, you're commenting on some things that you're hearing, and after I boosted the audio, it turns out that we can actually hear it too. This guy's got $10,000 worth of equipment. Just to hear yeah. an EVP. Yeah. It sounds like speech or it sounds like, like air blowing. Like, it's, it'll say really like, get sense. out. No or not, down there something like that. Can we hear again? Okay. It almost sounds like someone saying out. Mm. Yeah, no. Out. Get out. Get out. Could be. It's like, get out. It's prevalent. Out is more prevalent. You were alone down there and you're talking over it. It's pretty creepy. That's really creepy. Yeah, it's okay, not him because he's got? talking over it. In the field, you actually you actually comment that you can hear somebody walking around. Yeah, he might have recorded thin, uh, footprints too. Audio, we can hear it too. See, I got an EVP player, but I don't have like the digital actively moving around. digital equipment that it takes to actually hear up close in person. That sounds like somebody stomping on a floor look what i can tell you is that it wasn't one of us making those sounds there was nobody else down there the sounds were compelling but also faint and curiously sounded like english but with no other people here and no animals in this sealed tomb we didn't have a clear answer as to the source tagging the sounds is inconclusive we enhanced the thermal evidence but with only a fleeting image to work from we weren't going to be able to close the case with just this and in the end our most puzzling piece of evidence came in the form of a strange photograph we had a trap camera mounted down in the tomb. Right. It's basically just the same photo over and over and over again, except for one photo. What is the... So we go to commercial. We're back. We had a trap this camera mounted down program. in the tomb. Right. It's basically just the same photo over and over and over again, yeah, but except something... for one photo. What is that? I don't know, but it's, you can clearly see it's translucent. You can see right through it. It almost looks like fabric, but then down here, it, it looks more like light. It looks like an down arm here, it and a like body. A, like a flame. Or a leg. I, I have no idea. I mean, it looks like something moved in front of our cameras, which is impossible. It isn't a person. There's nobody down there. And it's not caused by light because it's pitch black down there. That's something I don't have an answer for. Was this proof that the Pharaoh is still exerting paranormal control over his final resting place? If my team and I survived to tell the tale, it would seem that we may have escaped the infamous man. curse. But I'm not entirely ready curse to dismiss the case. I saw a silhouette 5, across the back of this tomb. The goal of Egypt's pharaohs was immortality, and with wild sandstorms, mysterious events plaguing my crew, and strange evidence at hand, Tut's legacy, and Egyptians would say his very spirit, seemed very much alive. A stinky, hairy... That's number, that's number two uh, for another story. Um, this is Keith Frischhorn, uh, brought to you... Uh, by uh, by Anchor FM, and this is Paranormal Things signing off. Till we meet again, sleep tight.